Schedule remakes. The league was never considering continuing the game. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. We, are, we in left field. We in left field. I'm kind of hot right now, too. I'm kind of hot. Because we do this every freaking time something happened on this field. Everybody want to pivot and act like they... Well, I done heard people talking about, oh, you know, just uh, the mental health of the players. And, yeah, you could die. They don't even know they could die out here. We sit here and talk about this stuff every single time. Schedule remakes. How are we going to make it up? What the league feels about it? I, I don't give a damn what the league feels about it. Let's be keep it real. Why we don't talk about the stuff that matters? This young man, you want to know? You want to know how? How? What this? You need to know about him. He's twenty-four years old, right? He got a contract for one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That's his bonus, and he earns eight hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars this year. You say, G. Bush, why are you talking about this man's money? Because guess what? He's been in the league two years. That means he's not vested. That means if he never plays another down in his life, he don't get another check for the NFL. Let's be clear about this. You got to play three to four years before you even sniff a pension. So all this heartwarming and prayers and condolences don't do nothing for that boy's mom that, that got to go home, look at her son, and he might need extensive care for the rest of his life. And you know what the NFL will tell you? Well, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll look out for the people like him. No, you won't. No, you won't. Let, let's talk about the disability policy for the NFL, right? They moved it from $22,000 a month to $4,000 in the last collective bargaining agreement. Did you know that DNFL has a private board that reviews all aspects with their doctors and with, and with their neurologists and their specialists? They can deny benefits even if Social Security deems you to be permanently disabled. The league can come back and they say, you know, the national go the government is, a, you know, they're, they're experts. But let's take it over so we don't pay anything out. Only 15% get approved by Social Security. The league says that number should be lower. Get that. 15% of the people who apply for disability in this country. I know. I was a, I was a disability expert. It's very low. I submitted over almost 250,000 applications in one year, one time. I know. Since the CTE settlement. Only 6.5% of the settlement has been paid, according to the admin's website. I looked it up yesterday. And 60% of the claims have a qualifying diagnosis, but have not been paid. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. They're also moving the pension. And that pension, he got to make it to 55. He's 24. And they've moved that between 3,000. They moved it down to 3000 when it was 5600 a month. And the last stat that you should know about is the Bills owner, Terry Pagula, owns the Sabres as well as, as, well as the Buffalo Bills, and his net worth is $6.7 billion. My question to you is, NFL, when, you, when, when do salaries become guaranteed? If you know these young men are going out there and they could die on that football field, I don't give a damn what your thoughts and prayers are. Do the right thing. I just heard Aditi say it seven times. This is a savage sport. Men are dying every week, and you covered that up during CTE, and now you want to act like you the top of the food chain because you got the CPR people on the field all the time? That's the least you should do. You're not going to pay that man's you, you, you're not going to pay that man's tuition for his kids. You're not going to give him no disability money. You're going to do nothing. All you do is collect them big checks, and we're going to 
black kids is putting on the line. And you telling them what they put on the line ain't worth it because it, you know why? Because you don't want to pay for somebody that's broken and battered and can't take care of themselves because it costs you money. So it is all about money. And I heard nobody talking about no contracts. And they sitting up here cashing these checks. We worship these owners. They do anything they want to. Anything. And as long as the product is good, we salute it. I'm pissed off today because ain't nobody talking about the real stuff. There's people out there, players are saying they just want to wait for us to die. I like the NFL just like the rest of y'all. But I'll be damned if I'm going to sit up there and pat Roger Goodell on the back for running this organization the way he does. They run it like a criminal organization. Sick of it. I'm tired of that, man. I just had to get that off my chest. Because all this stuff, you ain't talked about what this boy going to go through. This kid could be damaged the rest of his life. And we talk about making up games. I care about making up no damn football games. Bernie Kosar is the one that said that. You, you mentioned the player that said they're waiting for us to die. I, and I thought about that conversation we had with Bernie on this very set about the league not properly taking care of these gladiators that have churned out billions, billions of dollars for these owners. Yeah. And, and part of Bernie that is said, a fail- honestly, part of it is a failure of the leadership of the players' union. That historically has been a problem. I do the right thing. It don't take you, it don't take you or you or you to twist my arm to do something I should be doing for my players regardless. Everything ain't a negotiation. You getting billions, you can die today. That's a sliver of the these people just want basic health care. We talk about four thousand a month, boo. They don't need no players association to do the right thing by their players. It's called do the right thing, period. You got it. You're right. Good Wednesday morning, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed here on... Innuendo, but I will say... Skip Bayless and... Uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So they struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me. Okay. Finish. Let me. All right. Okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back, Skip. Well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I didn't know I, you I were going to bring no, up. No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your, t- uh, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanation. So clearly, somebody. No, they had a did not have. The, nobody. Let's go, Jen. Thoughts and prayers remain with Demar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and continues. not on the football game. Yes, let's go, Jen. Thank you. 
as he continues his fight. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into our first topic. Let's talk a little NBA. The Lakers lost in Miami a week ago by 14 points and fell to 14 and 21, tied for their. You were his original investor in all of this. Can you fathom that he lied to you like this, if that's the case? Yeah, so I'm very shocked that Binance, I, I, I obviously did not know him until about a week or so ago. Um, so Talking I'm, about I'm just shocked. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, he lied to everybody. You didn't know him till a week ago? I didn't know what kind of person. I didn't know that he lied to everybody until a week, a week ago. <laughs> so, CZ, just, just getting back to just what this means for uh, the future of just crypto in, in general. A lot of people... Uh, have said there's there's Bitcoin and Ethereum and there's everything else. I know you, you, you've probably heard that. Do you think this was some type of in, inevitable shakeout that we're seeing? And do you still think these, you know, 21 million by the year, I don't know when we finally get the last Bitcoin mine, but um, you can, with stock to flow models, you can still make a $50,000, $100,000 a coin forecast do you think those eventually come true or is this just one big house of cards um, across the board cz and I, I i'm sure that you don't think it's a house of cards but uh, do we push the time frame out for when it happens um i think well first of all I, I as you said i don't think it's a house of cards um there are fundamental technologies that are much better than the tools we had to transact to raise money to do uh, global payments, etc. So there's a fundamental technologies that are much better than the tools we had before. So it's definitely not a house uh, a house of cards. Um, at the same time, I'm not very good at price predictions. Um, I don't do those things. Um, I think there are smarter people out there that seems to have some formula to predict it, and I don't believe those things anyway. So. Um, uh, I think fundamentally, though, uh, if you look at the industry five years, 10 years from now, the industry will be much, much bigger. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to the Bitcoin price. Uh, Bitcoin is a limited supply. Um, I also do not think that Bitcoin and Ethereum are the only two coins that will benefit. <clears throat> We're very far from a one coin take all kind of market. There's still many innovations on blo different blockchains, different projects, etc. So actually, today, one of the largest businesses are not um, the blockchain businesses. They're, they're actually exchanges. So, um, yeah, so I think, no, we're, we're early in the industry. This, this incident will set us back a bit, but then the industry will become healthier. So it's actually better in the long run. CZ, can we just talk about regulation for a second? And by the way, there were some comments. I don't know if you read Sam Bankman-Fried's DMs in this Vox interview overnight, where he effectively says, you know, he was going in trying, saying he wanted regulation and then says, well, actually, the regulators can't do anything and they can't protect the customers. Uh, you've spoken, I think, historically saying that you never really thought you'd ever, you know, sort of come on board to a, sort of a U.S. system. You obviously are based abroad. Um, there's a lot of questions right now about, you know, uh, whether regulations could have avoided this, could have protected uh, folks from this. What do you think? Well, first of all, I, we, we very much embrace regulations in the U.S. Binance U.S. is an entity set, set up in the U.S. It has 44 state licenses, um, and of which 10 or 12 of them were acquired in the last, were, get, were granted in the last year. So Binance U.S. Um, is... It's definitely embracing the U.S. regulations. And Binance.com is embracing regulations all around the world. So that has always been our philosophy. Um, I think reg regulations could minimize some of the problems. But when a person lies, uh, when, when there's a bad player that just want to do bad things, regulations doesn't prevent it. 
uh, having banning guns doesn't doesn't mean that some no one will just take a gun and shoot somebody. Um, that's just one person going crazy or lying or just a bad player. So I think regulations will help, but it will not eliminate this this problem. So we shouldn't blame this problem on on, on any single person other than Sam. Um, but everybody in the industry do share a bit of a responsibility. World's largest exchange of it. Who could that be? Well, it doesn't take too long to figure that out. Going to CoinGecko and looking at crypto exchanges, we see this exchange makes the others look small in comparison. Binance is number one, and it's doing over $13.5 billion in 24-hour volume, while the next biggest, FTX, is doing just $2 billion. Actually, Binance has more volume than all of the top 10 exchanges combined. And if you watched my video last week uncovering the Tether cartel, you should know Binance is a part of this. If you look at a breakdown of their volume, over 70% of it is USDT. Binance is doing the same thing as FTX, but on a much larger scale. They have been facilitating the Tether cartel for years since their creation in 2017, playing God mode, peeking at traders' leverage positions, and of course allowing spoofing on their exchange, wrecking retail traders and leverage traders alike. Just look what Willie Wu, well-known on-chain analyst, had to say about this spoofing in December of 2021. For what it's worth, this practice was rife on BitMEX, but it disappeared when the founders were arrested and a new management team came in. Comes down to whether exchanges want to clamp down on the practice. It's only part of the game. The spoofing gives it a shove. In this case, the final push was to liquidate longs. Shoving the price around is a strategic play to liquidate traders, whether it be a long squeeze or a short squeeze. Spoofs give the markets a shove, which in turn liquidates the leverage. This is a strategic play as exchanges can see leverage traders' hands. They know their liquidation levels. They know exactly where the price needs to go to liquidate the most money. It's no secret. People have been uncovering Binance spoofing bots for ages, but the secret is out on Binance. They are facilitating more than just market manipulation. They are facilitating much more nefarious activity. Reuters put out an investigative piece two days ago titled How Crypto Giant Binance Became a Hub for Hackers, Fraudsters, and Drug Traffickers. And the article states, During this period, Binance processed transactions totaling at least $2.35 billion, stemming from hacks, investment frauds, and illegal drug sales. Reuters calculated from an examination of court records, statements by law enforcement, and blockchain data compiled for the news agency by two blockchain analysis firms. Two industry experts reviewed the calculation and agreed with the estimate. Drug trafficking. Now, if you didn't know, America is having a deadly opioid epidemic. That makes what happened in the early 90s and early 2000s with OxyContin look like child's play. Fentanyl is flooding the U.S. and killing Americans like never before. As we can see from this graph, over 91,000 people OD'd in 2020 on opioids compared with under 20,000 in 1999. Now, where is this deadly opioid fentanyl coming from? It's coming from Chinese labs. 
from this U.S. Treasury Department press release, Treasury targets Chinese persons involved with drug trafficking organization moving fentanyl, we can get a clear picture of what goes on. The article states, Today, the U.S. Department of the Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control designated four individuals and one entity pursuant to the Foreign Narcotics Kingpin Designation Act. The four individuals were designated for providing support to the Zhang Drug Trafficking Organization, DTO, which is run by Chinese synthetic opioid trafficker Fu Jing Zhang. How did they process their funds? Well, the article says the Zhang DTO laundered its drug proceeds in part by using digital currency such as Bitcoin and transmitted drug proceeds into and out of bank accounts in China and Hong Kong and bypassed currency restrictions and reporting requirements. They laundered with Bitcoin and other digital currencies. I can guarantee you one of the others was Tether USDT. Now, this flooding of deadly drugas from China goes unchecked by the CCP and the PRC, aka the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Republic of China. These two terms are used interchangeably to describe the Chinese political region. The Republicans, they know this, as their Foreign Affairs Committee has put out a campaign titled CC Parties Over, with the aim of countering China's corrupt, deceptive influence around the world. Their mission statement says, Under the totalitarian leadership of the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, China has become the United States' strategic adversary and most consequential foreign policy challenge of this century. Complacency towards China has allowed the CCP's quest for dominance and deceptive behavior to go largely unchecked on the world stage for far too long. This campaign will help educate the American public and others about the CCP's threat to our values and interests across various domains, including security, academia, commerce, technology, and governance. Now guess what is one of the key points in addressing the threat of the CCP? Holding the PRC, the People's Republic of China, accountable for poisoning America with fentanyl. So is Binance connected and possibly controlled by the CCP? Well, there are some proponents who think that is true. Guo Wenggui, a.k.a. Miles Guo, is an exiled Chinese billionaire businessman who became a political activist and controls Beijing's Zenith Holdings. At the peak of his career, he was the 73rd richest person in China, although he has turned against his former country. Since the beginning of 2017, Guo has been in a self-imposed exile in New York City, where he has continued to conduct a political agenda to bring attention to the corruption in the Chinese political system. Let's just now hear what Miles Guo had to say just last month regarding Binance. Shannon Sharp arguing with his broad. Who's his, who's his broad? Skip. Skip. Oh. Skip. Act, uh, skip. Well, skip. That, act, skip. Act like a woman, bro. You know what? This is 
this is funny because I was just talking to somebody about this, bro. Okay, here's the thing, because uh, I just made a post. I haven't sent the post yet. What I'm trying to figure out, how did Shannon Sharp get all this support from the black community, especially the feminist community, all of a sudden, like, motherfuckers was talking about how he loves the white girls and he's a Mandingo, you know, making Mandingo fighter memes of Shannon, all this stuff. Now he's Uncle Shannon and he's gonna walk off the show, all this stuff. And here's what it comes down to. Right, Shay, yeah, Uncle Shay, Shay, Shay. Now here's what it comes down to. Most of the people I see talking, bro, they never played high-level sports. You might have played Little League, but you didn't play high-level sports. Yeah. Context is everything. Here's what Skip said. Now, think about how much you've seen me talk shit about Skip and his opinions. Yeah. Right? Me, I don't take none of this personal, because just because I don't agree with you on North to South doesn't mean we can't agree on southeast to southwest type shit right all right so skip was pointing out how so much hangs in the balance of this game how are you going to cancel it but with what's going on is this game really that serious he didn't say it the way we wanted him to we want everything to be like ryan clark so when me and you talk the things we concerned about we need to get emotional about it yeah. Right? Like, my thing is, like, hey, bro, if you told me right now you won the lotto, I would scream and cheer for you, bro. That's being emotional. Yeah. What we turn emotional into, to be emotional, you either need to be crying or be angry, being happy, congratulatory. That's not emotional. Man, right? Man, that shit remind me of, uh, what was that movie, uh, Hollywood Shuffle? Yeah. Because really a lot of this is about revenge. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Like, we, we've been mad at Skip. Yeah. Here, here's our chance. And, and the thing is, is that people who play sports understand what he's saying. But here's the thing. Would that win one for the Gipper shit? Explaining, explaining sports in those regards. We don't go for that no more. Like, nah, what you have to say now is this is terrible. The world needs to stop. Uh, whatever, whatever. And you know what? I agree. I agree. So let's go this far. The next battle of Fallujah, as soon as an American troop died, now, now mind you. That's what I say. I, the niggas that get killed in the street, they'll just pick the body up and the bullets. And niggas will use that road like it ain't nothing happening. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Motherfucker will get killed in front of a supermarket and they'll move the body and reopen the supermarket right now. You know what I'm saying? You they, feel me? They, 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 look, the, what we call them, the million dollar slave? Oh, they ain't slave. Yeah. Oh, nigga, you ain't special. That's the problem. Like, she was, oh, my brother got paralyzed. Yeah, and they kept playing too. You know, when your brother got hurt, they kept they carted your brother off, and they started that motherfucking game back up. Because they, some kind of way, they think 
they ain't like us. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of this is about. Getting revenge on Skip. Really getting revenge on white people. Exactly. You know? Um, and it's like, to me, it's like, bruh, like when I heard the shit, I heard the first, it took me like 30 seconds, man. It sounded like a dude arguing with his broad. Shannon, you can't make a motherfucker apologize if you don't want to. Well, well, the thing is, is that okay, man? This is just me. Yeah. I mean, you, I guess he could apologize, but I, why do people always gotta apologize because we misunderstood what they said, bro? What? He's a white man. What are you going begging this motherfucker for apology? Oh, well, that's what we we do. You know, that's absolutely absolutely, uh, what what we do. Like I said, man, anybody who done competed on a higher level in sports, man, they understand. You hear me? They understand that things happen, bro. It's a barbaric sport. Yeah. Right? And, and what niggas is saying now, well, I've never seen that before. Hey, man, check this out. Fans die at football games, and you keep the football game going on all the time. Yeah. Marcus. Right? Marcus Canby had that. Man, look, you don't even know. I'm not even saying speculate, but I'm saying so so now every time a game is close a, a person can just fall out on the ground now it's kind of like flopping in basketball not to make light of his personal situation and him uh uh dying essentially on the field now you know i much respect to that situation but what i'm saying is what i'm after they got him off the field they te- they technically like due to HIPAA man you're really not supposed to be sitting there even even dealing with what what's going on with him like that HIPAA his own personal privacy they should have took him away and restarted it was like wasn't it like the end of the game Oh, nah, bro. That shit happened like the, man, like, first quarter, bro. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Uh, Bro, that shit happened like, I don't remember how much time it is. I'm going to say maybe it was under five minutes left in the first quarter. Okay, that's what, okay, that's okay. Yeah, end of the quarter, excuse me. Hella early, Brody. Okay. Way early in the game, dog. and, and, And I'm not really like, I understand, but at the same time, it's like, now you don't open the door to all kind of shit. Because there's a lot of money on that shit. Number one. Number two. Um, number two, they don't open the door for this shit to be happening all all the time now. Mm-hmm. Whenever you fit, you know, this is open up a can of worms that in the future that I don't know if it's going to play out too well because 
Because the, even the, I think it was the players that stopped the game. You can't make nobody play, but at the same time, you know, it's just a weird, it's just a weird spot to be in. And I'm glad that the I'm glad that the play at the players stopped the game. Yeah. I'm glad that some players finally really stood for something and refused to play, nigga. If, if that's what really happened is. And that's what I'm saying. They, the day, but they, this is funny though. But they wouldn't stop to play for nothing else. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, bro. Not at all, bro. Not at all. Like, listen, bro. Somebody could have got shot at the. You know the uh, what they call that thing they do before the game tailgate. Yeah. Somebody could have got shot out there at the tailgate. Uh, whoever fan of uh, either one of the teams, yeah. nigga, they would have played that game. Man, people could go out there and play the game. And look, in in a snowstorm, they don't they'll move into a whole nother field. People will die in the snowstorm, and they will play the game somewhere else. Bro, they just, okay. Look, and, and the thing is, this is so fitting because look at the teams. It's the, it's the Bills, like. Yeah, the Bills. It snows a yeah, lot. Like, like, yeah, they, okay, because there are people in Buffalo dying, being stranded in cars. Everybody from the Bills organization made it out okay. And that's one thing I've noticed, bro. When there be tragedy, natural disasters and shit like that, Dudes who play professional sports, they're always able to maneuver normally. They're always able to get around normally. Everybody else, whole city might be shut down. Niggas can't even get out their door. Yeah. But if athletes, right, so, so the thing is with that, because people would have gotten mad if Skip would have said this, but here's the first thing I thought. Yeah. If snowstorms happened in Buffalo, y'all were supposed to stop them games. And, and then Buffalo Bill players were supposed to focus on helping the city of Buffalo. Yeah. Right? That ain't because the way y'all make it seem, you be having them visiting children's hospital, you be having them uh, knocking in nails and wearing hard hats like they build homes and shit. All right, this is the thing where y'all could have really made this work. Right, yeah. they record. They record is good enough to where whatever we can cancel to get. However, we gonna figure it out. But we need you here in the city of Buffalo, assisting the people. Now, people see they gonna say, well, that don't make no sense, yeah. right? Because because see that wasn't important like that. But they understand stopping the game for old boy. I mean, perfect example. This dude. This dude had a GoFundMe for his little, you know, community work, 501c3. Yeah, I saw that. Nigga giving him nothing. Now, I don't know what type of money he's making, but I know that I do what I do pretty much on my own, and I know I don't got the money an NFL player got. Yeah. Right? His now, toy, now, his toy drive. They got a million dollars to his toy drive and yeah. five million to the foundation. Yeah, bro. Um, essentially, his playing days is it's a wrap. If we see, it'd be a miracle if we see this dude come back on the field again. In my yeah, assert, I, in my assertion, 
Hey, man, look. You see, you see how it happened, bro. This dude, he was trying to do stuff in the community, barely getting any support. And this yeah. is what I always say about a black man. We got to get, there got to be some entertainment. There got to be entertainment value to however we go. It Damn. needs to be, it needs to be on camera. Uh, it needs to be a gaslighted thing. Yeah, we got to suffer some real motherfucking pain. That, uh, we got to suffer, we got to suffer pain, like, man. Like, what was I telling uh, a lady the other day? She, I was, oh, my mom. I was talking to my mom, and uh, and she was like how black men, I was like how, yeah, black men die early. And she said, yeah, we women outlive men because we handle stress differently. I said, no. We really be having stress. Because look at the levels of shit we got to go through. Well, my, my thing is that on one hand, you can't be willing to put the weight of the world on a person then expect them to have the mortality rate you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that, and that's what they're expecting. Yeah, one 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 thing one thing I, I've always understood is that I expect the person that does domestic work to maybe have uh, a stronger, you know, uh, a, a person a person who they might be a stay home or they doing domestic shit. I would expect for them to have a longer life than a person who's constantly breaking their body down and doing grunt work to appease, you know, to not even to appease, but just to, to help the family, yeah, right? Take, like, yeah, take care of somebody, your body ain't designed for certain shit, but you do what you got to do. So let's say you chop wood every day. You're a logger. You do any of that shit. Your your body ain't designed for that. Your body ain't designed to be a coal miner. Your body's not even designed to be a basketball player. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody's going to tell me, let's just say you got a WNBA player and an NBA player. Who's putting more wear and tear on their body, the WNBA player or the NBA player? Of course, at the at the risk of sounding sexist, right? Oh, well, did it did it? But listen, come on, man. That's common sense. Yeah, that's common sense. That's just like if I go and work a job, and I got women coworkers, right? And it's labor. I would never expect for my woman coworker to do the exact work I do, even though I know we make the same pay. Yeah, right. I know that when I'm moving shit, I'm kind of on my own. And if she's moving shit, I kind of need to be prepared to help her out. But at the end of the year, I don't get to send her a 5% bill for doing 5% of her work. Yeah. It don't it don't work that way. That's where chivalry comes in. Yeah. Right? Like, like even with this, bro, no matter how many black men die at the hands of being in somebody else's business, yeah. we'll always champion the idea of a black man sacrificing his life for a random black woman. Like, that's just what we, 
what we do. And see, that's where, and that, and that's what I was about to take. How I started. Remember, I said Skip was acting like a bitch. If right. you, if you close your eyes, it sounds like Shannon's arguing with one of these brides that been going in on niggas in our community. Like it's like he's like asking. He's trying to be rational, uh, express himself, and he's asking for an apology for something he feels was wrong. But Skip, the way the way Skip responded, I mean, I get what he's saying, but the way he responded sounded like who? Think about it. <laughs> right. The one that calls us ashy niggas. Oh man, bro, you already know what it is, bro. I'm I not mean... apologizing. Cause cause really, honestly though, all how skip skip motherfucking ass had to do. Honestly, this I don't know if they're going for ratings. Because the way it's looking at this shit might be over. So I'm like, okay, skip like all you had to do is apologize and this shit would have been closed out. But Skip's standing on this square, and he, he's well within his rights to stand on this square. And and Shannon need to realize that that this situation, bro. That's not your, first of all. That's not your brother out there. It's your brother, but it ain't your brother. It's not the same situation. And and it's like you can't. What happened? can't be normal that's not normal um and it can't be normalized bro you can't be having like man can you imagine the amount, amount of manipulation that gonna go on now that every time somebody this like clocks out on the field they're gonna cancel the game you understand the yeah. The ramifications of that sort of, uh, uh, what do you call that? When you, uh, uh, that sort of thing happening on a normal basis. Stopping games. That, and, and not, and not continuing. I mean, I guess you can kind of like, shit. Man, even at, like I said, even in the most adverse weather, they don't do that shit because mm -hmm. because there's a lot at stake. And people are like, oh well, you put money over life. It's like, okay, bro. I mean, that's what uh, that's what paramedics is for to handle this shit. They got medical professionals, and they they took him away, and he's he's in what they, they put him in a coma. He got something else going. He got something going on. Mm -hmm. And this, I don't even think this is done. This is going to play out. This ain't done. It is. It's just amazing that there's. And then, and then, it, and then to insinuate that Shannon should quit. Talking about, oh, bro, you should quit. You should. No, I don't care how much money. You making, you shouldn't be some, no. Shannon, man, you need to toughen up a little bit, man. Because you know damn well you was arguing with Eddie Murphy's wife like that every day. Or whoever you was, oh, that was uh, that was Michael Strahan. But you know 
brother argue with that with his broad every day. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I literally can argue with my better half like that for a week, for a week straight, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, for free. <laughs> well, 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 one thing, one thing I'm gonna say is that we all know this shit's all rigged and whatever. So they they know how emotional we get. That's what I'm saying. And and, and you know, I, I even look at this. They got into it, him and Shannon, on the Tom Brady thing, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they know this that they got the they, the show was being talked about more ever than right. That that's a show that's a show based on controversy. Yeah, we pay attention, but nothing does the numbers like when they're on opposite ends of the spectrum and what they do. Yeah. they find that. They could make it extreme. Yeah. Right? And so, like you said, all Skip got to do is apologize. Nah, because if I apologize, we kill this shit. No, nope. yep. I'm going to stand up what I say, and, and I'll argue it like me. I understood what he was saying. But yeah. the way I look at it... Skip would rather, I, kill, but, Skip would rather kill... Skip would rather kill Shannon than kill, than kill that shit. And Shannon need to recognize what he's dealing with and, let, and not let that motherfucker like, are you a competitor or what? This is yeah, this is competition. You're dealing with a guy with an opinion. It's like taking a, a football, like uh, taking like a football player, a football coach, and setting him next to a fan every day and having them go at it. That's the whole premise of this shit. Right. So it's not going to be all roses. And you got to show some fortitude. Oh, you shouldn't be able to take that that white man. Uh, they don't care how much money they... And I'm like, bro, you can't let that hey. motherfucker run you off like that. Hey, bro, they they got this shit. Believe me, if that happens, it's all a setup. Like, Skip handpicked Shannon for that show. Yeah. So, all that shit. But believe me, the whole, oh, Shannon didn't show up for work. Man, shit, they talked about that shit. Yeah, and it, it's Skip, you hear Skip say, oh, the whole staff's in agreement with me. Oh, so they, they're like, okay. Look, hey, look, Shannon. At I the at the ver at the very worst, you got a lawsuit, dude. I haven't I haven't seen it. Like I don't, you know, the way I look at it, bro. Like I look at this shit, the same shit that Dion and Nick Saban. I, I always say, when it comes to black people, they never got to change the offense. They never have to change the plays. Yeah, yeah. Because things haven't changed, right? It's almost like social media. Even though we know most of what we see on it is bullshit, if you show it to me, it's still gonna be real shit. Hey, bro, you know that you know Bitcoin just dropped like crazy, right? No, I just woke up. I just had I just had a girl pop up on my Instagram timeline claiming she just bought a house off of Bitcoin. Okay, man, bro, I don't know if you had, I don't know what. Whatever, whatever. But I do know, oh, well, you showed me a house and you said you paid for the house. 
So there's going to be people who believe that shit. All right, that, that's anything, bro. That's anything, my nigga. Uh, I could go... I could go to the Super Bowl, whatever city's the Super Bowl, and go outside the stadium yeah. with some gear and shit, take a picture, and make it seem like I've been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That, this is this this is what it is. So right now, here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's just that and you got into an argument. And then it caught the algorithm, and overnight, niggas got 5,000 new followers. So we just let the video keep playing. Next thing you know, we had a hundred. You know, we gonna realize real quick. Yeah, we need to argue again. Yeah, and that's Nigga. what uh, what's his name, so, Tariq, and, and yeah, they do that on YouTube. Right. Tariq. Even even if even if I gotta find something that don't make sense. And that and that that that's what that's what this be, bro. That that that's all yeah, this re- shit, bro. Response response videos. So what you're saying is it's even more crazy because so the people the people are arguing whether or not to stop the game. Meanwhile, Skip and Shannon are over here monetizing, making more money uh, off of this tragedy than the actual guy did. Yeah, bro. Yeah. For the network, like that, like that, that that always happened, bro. Like once these dudes get involved, they gonna make the most money. It's just like the shit that happened in Chop, yeah. Right, it, it's just like it, man, any of this shit, bro. Like we, you know, what I just want us to do is to get smart enough to know when we keep saying the same thing. Right, that's how yeah. I know a yeah. lot of y'all never play competitive sports. Yeah. You can't, you don't watch film. Look at how they lined up. Look at how they lined up. This is the same play. They about to run the same play. Yeah, and they run the same play, and it always somehow be working. Yeah, and and it's crazy. Oh, that, that Bitcoin shit you was talking about crazy because I was talking to uh, Fleet. I lost my. I, I lost money in that FTX shit, bro. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Right? I'll tell you because I fuck with you like that. Yeah. Hey, bro. I, hey, and you know how I ended up doing it? Let me tell you how stupid I was. You know how why I ended up doing it? Yeah. Because so many credible people endorsed it. And what fucking sold me was when Mr. Wonderful endorsed it. But he had said, yo, cryptocurrency's trash and he had went in on Bitcoin. Then, uh, okay, coming to find out, they gave him fifteen million to say that, bro. Yeah, and and uh, you know when I got on the Bitcoin after that uh, GameStop shit, like uh, like thirty days after that, I knew this shit was done because I saw yeah. the, I saw the. I, I mean, I got a little bit of money in there still, but see, I'm on Binance, and Binance is the. Uh, Chief competitor to FTX. Exactly. And what I do know, if you look at market shares between the two, um, FTX, like I was probably saying on the other show, FTX and Binance is number one, number two, going back and forth. FT, uh, Binance is owned by the Chinese. Now, the right. Chinese don't allow crypto uh, currency trading in China, so they move the company outside of China, and they're running that dude through proxy. So, the Binance dude. The Binance, yeah. So, 
What I'm saying is FTX has to, has to remain in structure. So that's why that motherfucker that they locked up, he really, he ain't never going to really be in jail, bro. He gonna, they going to put him off on some island somewhere. Right. Because they need to know how he did it. They need to know how to continue with, and they need him. It's like when they when a guy hacks and the FBI is like, okay, you work for us now. Because right. China can't be the only player in that space. Because if you think China got money now, <laughs> you can't let them be the only, be able to manipulate the crypto like that. So like you said, today, today Bitcoin took a dive. The only people that can do that now is China, bro. If FTX is out of the way, China is the player. And China, with all this fentanyl they putting on the streets of America that's being unaddressed. Yeah, this uh, should be sad. This is like the opium, the opium, how the British did them with the opium back in the day. Uh, the poppies. Uh, this shit ain't being addressed, bro. On, a, on, on from our government, and I'm you know beginning to feel like we're getting sold out. If it's already happened, Definitely. it's already happened. Definitely. Um. So, like you say, I didn't know the Bitcoin drop because I was sitting there uh, watching about Wait, the okay. about this story. With, with FTX, when FTX. FTX collapsed, all the little cryptocurrencies took a little hit. Well, yeah, because they helped. They helped. Well, look, uh, FTX, I don't even think FTX is, okay, Binance was going to buy FTX. FTX, right. They played a little game like they're going to buy. They look and say the the assets were toxic and they didn't want to get in. No, they wanted to just... Why spend money when you can just collapse your competitor and take the market right. share? Yep. Cause China was heavily uh, China was heavily invested in FTX too. So China probably was the one that You mean, but listen no, China right, the country right. or China the government. The like, government I say China country, I mean Chinese individuals or was it the government? The government where where yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Okay. Yeah, they were there. So they own, they own Binance by proxy, and that's what my I'm, I'm, I'm asserting. And they own a good. If you can look it up, it's I looked it up online already. FT China was a heavy uh, shareholder of FTX. So, and then they went to Binance, and Binance is the one that tipped them off to FTX. See what I'm saying? It's all researchable. Yeah, yeah. So Binance, see, they're already manipulating before. They're already manipulating. But see, FTX was smart enough to, to rat on Binance. Because they're doing the same thing. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like for Binance to be able to know exactly what FTX is doing, that means you're doing it too. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey. Yeah, 
And it, I mean, this is a shady, about as shady as us going into Ukraine, but Biden's son has been in Ukraine running around, and Biden was over there trying to get rid of the uh, the uh, district attorney in uh, in U Ukraine, saying he's corrupt, and we and in there meddling with Ukraine, and it's it's tantamount to see this how this world is going. And Bush, and we went to with Bush and his daddy, and we us going to war, and uh, these people. Don't give a fuck. So when, so when Shannon's sitting there uh, begging Skip, he I don't think he understands the mindset. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our sisters have adopted the mindset too because they're the ones they grabbed and stuck in human resources <laughs> everywhere to put the gavel down on niggas worldwide. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. yeah, and so it's, it's a whole rabbit hole thing I mean, I'm going down. But, like I said, it's some crazy-ass shit. And people, and a couple people said, oh, yeah, also I want to tell you, you I don't know if you saw that. We got a little thing from Spotify. Uh, we're in the top 10% of uh, uh, content producers in Spotify. Mm-hmm. Even though we're shadow banned and they fucking fuck. They fucking with the statistics. I know they are for a fact because I know. Right. But they they gave it up on that. And a lot of dudes and, and people in our group, it's a lot of people like uh, around the the country and the world that listen to this shit. But a lot of motherfuckers in the group are haters, man. So we got some, you know, some listeners, you know, shout out to Enrique, the longtime listener. Uh, uh, William, uh, Watson, you know, uh, 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 fuck, my, uh, Miller, uh, uh, that be hitting, hitting, hitting me up about the show. Uh, you know, people listening, uh, locally, but there's a whole lot of haters. And you know, it's crazy that, uh, if you look at niggas, the niggas are knocked out hella shows, bro. Hella shows. And, uh, you on there? You there? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, hella shows. And you know, it's even more crazy. I found shows going back 10 years. I've been doing it 10 years now. There's a couple shows on YouTube that are 10 years old now. So, I uh, appreciate you coming on and we just knocking this shit out. And giving it to the people and expressing ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what we do. Yeah. Well, I got to run in this joint. I'll holler at you later. All right, my brother. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Politico.com. Yeah.